I'm Kyle Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Korea Show. Each week, I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Spencer Fry, the CEO of a software company called Podia. Spencer, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Kyle. It's really awesome to be here. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me what a CEO is and what it's like to be one? What kind of things do you actually do at work? Yeah, sure. So it definitely depends a lot on the type of CEO you want to be and also the type of company that you want to run. Um, But for me specifically, I think my focus is really on making sure that the organization or the company runs like efficiently, that everyone's kind of working well together, you know, that we always have enough money in the bank account to do all the things we want to do, to make sure we're constantly recruiting and getting the best people to join the company. Um, but the really cool thing about being a CEO is that every single day and every single week is completely different. Okay. Yeah. Sounds nice. So, so I know you're also the founder of Podia. So what was it like to start a software company and what's it like to be the, to now be the CEO? So it's, it's, uh, it's really fun. I love building software companies because you're really starting with nothing. So you have, you know, absolutely you know, zero during, during the start, um, you're really kind of building something that comes out of your brain and your head and, um, you know, writing code and, and uh, creating designs. And it's a really amazing career because really you can do anything with it. You can take it anywhere. Uh, so I really love working on the internet and specifically with software companies. Um, so it's been, it's been fantastic. And it's kind of like, you know, you can do whatever you want, which is always awesome for any type of job. So when did you first know you wanted to start a software company? So uh, I'm now 37 years old and I started working on, you know, the internet back when I was 11 years old. So a long time ago, and I started working on you know, building little sites here and there. And then I started getting interested into uh, building software when I got to college. Um, and it's just been something I've always done. I've always been really interested in. Uh, the internet fascinates me and all the, the amazing people that are, you know, that use it, but all the, all the, uh, awesome opportunities. And again, just this idea of you can do anything with software, um, which has always appealed to me as ever since I was a kid. Hmm. So when did you first know you wanted to start a software company? So I honestly, it wasn't that I set out to start a company, but I just saw a need in, in the market when I was in college. And, um, you know, I was playing this video game back in the day called Counter-Strike. And people needed a voiceover um, communication tool. So I launched one that sort of started with uh, Counter-Strike and then we, we kind of rolled into World of Warcraft and it just eventually became a company <laughs> um, as we had more and more customers and we were making more and more revenue. And then I started hiring people um, and I just got hooked. And, and now I can't really see myself doing anything else. So did you consider other jobs or careers before this one? And can you tell us a bit about the path you took to become the CEO of Podia? Yeah, sure. So actually, I've always only ever worked for myself. So I've never had any any jobs. So one of the things that I like to say is that I've actually never had a paycheck, uh, which, which is true. So I've always um, worked for myself. I've always been an entrepreneur, um, always worked in software companies. And in terms of being a CEO, uh, usually, typically anyway, the founder of the company tends to be the CEO. So um, I started as a CEO and, and my job has really changed a lot since those early days where like, I'm really just a CEO in title only. And now I've kind of worked myself into really being a CEO as we have more and more employees and my job has changed a lot. 
Um, but, uh, yeah. So what do you like most and least about your job? So I think, um, the thing I like most is that I, you know, every day is different. As I mentioned earlier, you know, I wake up and maybe I have a, a sort of vague sense of what I'm going to do for the day. Um, but things just change a lot depending on kind of, you know, what people tell me throughout the day and, you know, what my team is working on that kind of thing. So I really like that. I really like, um, you know, not going into work every day, knowing exactly what I'm going to do. I like that sort of flexibility. Um, in terms of things I hate or dislike the most, um, you know, whenever you're, you're a boss of a bunch of different people, um, it's just tough to make sure that everyone is sort of on the same page and working well together and that you're sort of accommodating to everyone um, and all people. So typically the people problems that, that arise as the team grows uh, tend to be the most difficult to deal with and also kind of, you know, not, a, not the type of thing that you want to be working on all the time, uh, but it, it just arises. So what level of education do you have? Was that required for your job or not? So I did graduate college, um, but uh, because I started that company during college, I kind of wanted to drop out midway through, but my parents are both professors and they would have been upset with me if I had dropped out of college. So uh, I ended up getting my degree, um, but I was focusing more time on my company than actually my classes <laughs> for sure. Mm -hmm. So how much money would someone starting out building a software company from scratch expect to make? Uh, so it starts at zero, you know, because you have no revenue coming in. So, um, you know, those early days are basically making zero dollars. Um, it took us probably a year, a year and a half before we brought in any revenue at all. But we did have um, investors known as venture capitalists that were funding our company. Um, so I was making a very meager salary for those first few years. Um, now, you know, making more as we become more and more successful. Um, but it's definitely one of those things where you, as you start a company as a CEO and the founder, uh, you can expect to make very little money for, you know, at least a few years. So what's the long-term income potential for the CEO of a company like yours? So it really depends, um, you know, obviously, again, on the success. So I, I don't have a number I can give you specifically, um, but, you know, you know, say we were one day fortunate enough to go public or something like that, um, you can make quite a bit of money. But, you know, at our stage right now, we're still trying to invest a lot of the money into the company and, you know, grow the team and the product and that sort of thing. Um, but it really just depends on your success. You know, if, if your company makes $100 million a year, uh, you're probably making quite a bit of money. Uh, but if your company is, say, only making a million dollars a year, uh, then you're making quite a bit less. So how much free time do you have? Like, do you work a traditional 40-hour week more or less? I work a very untraditional week. Um, I definitely work way more than 40 hours a week, but I don't uh, restrict myself through to Monday through Friday. I tend to work on weekends as well, um, but... You know, I only really work weekends. Um, or I only put in a lot of time during the weekend uh, when we have something that's really urgent to do. But I like to check in at least every single day um, for at least a couple of hours on the weekends. And then typically I'll get to my computer around seven in the morning and I won't really shut it, shut it down until before dinner time. Um, and then I might check on my phone at, after dinner. But yeah, it's, it's quite a bit of work, but I really like what I do. So, um, you know, it, it all evens out for me. So what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for their job? Sorry, say that again? What advice do you have for young people considering what you do for their job? 
So I think, you know, if you're interested in becoming an entrepreneur, um, the, really the best thing to do is, is kind of something, something similar to what you're doing right now is just get yourself involved in the industry. Talk to a lot of people that are entrepreneurs, that are founders, um, learn, uh, learn not only like what they do and how they do it, but also kind of, uh, get more interested in the industries that you're interested in as well. So for me, you know, I've been really interested in online education for the last five or 10 years. So that's why my current business is um, involved in that. So one, talk to a lot of people uh, that are entrepreneurs and uh, CEOs, and then also get really interested in, in a market, um, you know, for example, like online education, and then kind of marry the two. <laughs> so this one is barred from Tim Ferriss, a best-selling author and one of the top podcasters in the world. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? So, you know, this is a tricky one because I think every every few years I have to make a new investment in myself um, that sort of changes how I look at life and work and everything like that. I'd say recently um, I've really made a focus on being a healthier person. Uh, so I've been working out a lot more recently, you know, kind of watching what I eat watching what I drink. And it's really helped me personally um, have a lot more energy and sleep a lot better. So this year, 2021, I've dedicated to uh, the idea of uh, improving my health and my happiness. So was there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something, but it ended up helping, helping later on in life? Um, you know, it's, it's tricky. I've, I've I've, I don't know if I would use the word failed um, in my past businesses at all, but I've, you know, I've had tricky times where things were looking poor and then ended up uh, turning out okay for the better. Um, but honestly, a, a big part of it is just really making sure that you understand who you're getting in business with. Um, so, you know, whether you, you know, if you choose to co-found a company with someone, making sure you really understand who your co-founders are, um, you know, making sure that that relationship is really solid before starting a company and earlier in my career, I, I co-founded my first two companies with people that I had barely knew. And that led to a bunch of difficult situations and conversations. Uh, so mm -hmm. future, for future me, you know, currently I'm a solo founder, uh, but if future me uh, founds a company with a co-founder, I'm just going to make sure that I really know that person very well. Mm. So was there a person in your life that made a huge impact on you? If so, in what way? And would you like to give that person a quick shout out? Yeah, sure. So uh, my parents have been always really, really supportive with me. Um, you know, I didn't choose the typical job route as, as most people did. And they've always supported and loved me uh, throughout my entire life. And I think that's been really, really great. Um, you know, concerned at times, like, you know, Spencer, why are you starting another company, et cetera? Why aren't you getting a job? But always being very, very supportive. Um, you know, partly I think they were just kidding with me when they said those things, but um, yeah, I'd say my parents are great inspirations for me. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? Not really, honestly. Um, you know, I started working on the internet very early age, so I was 11 years old. I think that was 1994 or 1995, something like that. Uh, so I got very fortunate to get really interested in the internet very early on and I've kind of dedicated my life to it <laughs> in a funny sense. So yeah, I don't think it would change much. Um, I'm definitely a believer of, you know, don't look regretfully about the past and just kind of focus on the future. So what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and their work? 
Um, so I'd say, you know, this is a little cliche, but really focus on what you're passionate about, you know, whatever that is, you know, if it's gaming, be passionate about gaming and, you know, get, get yourself in the gaming industry. If it's, um, you know, education, start thinking about education. I think really follow your passion because you don't want to be in a job or a career, um, where, which you don't care about it, you know? So you, you really want to be in a job or a career where you show up every single day when you're happy and you're doing what you love and, you know, it doesn't feel like work. And I think that's the, the ultimate goal for everyone. Awesome. Thanks, Spencer. Before I get to the joke of the day, I want to share a little bit about the project I'm working on using Spencer's course creation software, Podia. So I started a neighborhood recycling business during COVID and started making quite a lot of money each month, at least for a kid, and I'm partnering up with a good friend of mine, Micah Field, to create a startup kit for other kids who want to start a neighborhood recycling business of their own. It'll launch this coming Monday, July 19th, so email me, kylenorthcut11 at gmail.com, if you'd like more info. I'll also put my email address in the show notes, as well as the link to Podia for anyone who is interested. Okay, time for the joke of the day. How did the barber win the race? I give up. (laughs) (laughs) He knew a shortcut. (laughs) Nice. Thanks. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.